I didn't want to start today's episode like this, Rob. Again, I thought we'd finish. I thought we'd finished with our um, culling of yeah, the world's most recognised celebrities. And although it gets worse today, I've, one of the things I've only just learnt actually that's happened today, um, yeah. and it's made me really sad, sadder than I thought it would. Um, I suppose we should firstly say. For new listeners, um, we have had a history of recording 8 or 16 on the day that some very famous people have very unfortunately passed away and uh, left this world. Uh, we're not involved at all. I, think, I do feel like we need to keep, um, as this is a public podcast that is published on the internet and anyone can listen to it, we should make it very clear that we, we're not involved, obviously, but there does seem to be a weird coincidence, isn't there? Who have we had so far? Uh, I knew you were going to ask this, and I meant to go and look it up. But I, the only one that I can remember is the Queen. The Queen was the, <laughs> Queen was the really big one, wasn't it? But there have been others. Um, but anyway, today, it's uh, the first one is, is Dumbledore. Michael Gambon. Gambon, rather. Gambon. <laughs> get his name right. Um, weirdly, I mentioned this on the Discord server earlier, he's... For me, he's a little bit more famous, ironically or weirdly, for being a... I think, is it the last corner on the Top Gear test track? Because he nearly um, nearly rolled the the reasonably, reasonably priced car, didn't he? He did. Yeah, ga- Gambon. Coming round Gambon, legend. But, um, but I suppose most most people know him as, as Dumbledore, don't they, from Harry Potter? So Yeah, that's very sad. But not yeah. not not the saddest thing for you. For me, but no, no. Well, I have to be careful how I say that, really, because he's, you know, <laughs> Michael Blessing was a, a, a guy, <laughs> a human being, um, will be sorely missed, uh, rest in peace, etc. But um, uh, yeah, the so right. Firstly, hands up. I wasn't that familiar with this tree, uh, but now I've seen the photos of it. I am. I, I kind of. I think everyone's seen it on something, haven't they? But it's the the sycamore gap tree at uh, Hadrian's Wall, which yeah. some little. Oink. What's name has uh, chopped down overnight? Yeah, so I mean, it's a world famous tree. Yeah, a world famous tree. It's you know on many a photographer's bucket list to get that shot. And you know, if you've seen, you know, you, know, you probably have seen you know, some of the incredible shots with like the Northern Lights behind mm. it, and you know, it was in Robin Hood. It's a pretty serious bit of tree, and uh, yeah, someone decided to cut it down. Today, well, I don't know whether maybe they cut it down overnight, but yeah, either way, we found out about it today. So yeah, the the, the curse of eight or sixteen continues with Michael Gambon and a very famous tree. tree. It's a really tragic photo as well, isn't it? Where it's kind of it's kind of fallen off and it's still leaning slightly on the wall. It's just horrible. Like, that made me really sad when I saw that. But uh, yeah, sorry everyone. I mean, it's not again. We're not like, we did, we didn't chop that tree down, and we we have nothing to do with Michael Gambon. But um, yeah. Sad, sad times. Should we talk some be- about some better times? I feel like we need to bring the mood up a little bit. There's a lot to talk about, to be fair, because we didn't um, record last week, even though we were going to. It was my fault. I had lots of other things going on. But um, as a result of that, this is quite a big list, isn't it? So let's just get straight into it. Um, iPhone 15. Have you got yours yet? No. No, you're waiting on no, it. Mine's, mine's not coming till mid-October. I was there. As the app store, as the Apple Store app opened its doors, so to yep. speak, I was there with everyone because we were all messaging on the on the Discord, going, "Oh, I haven't got in. Have you got in? Oh, I've got in." The usual sort of launch day buzz, and uh, yeah, no, it just kept crapping out for me. And so I, yeah, mine's not coming until mid October. But you've got yours. 
I have. I've got it here. Yeah, I've been, um, been using it solidly since last Friday. I think I must have been so lucky with that pre-order. And uh, in fact, it was it, funny, ironically, it was you that kind of prompted me to get the, the pre-order set up in the, in the app. I, d- I did it all via the iOS app, which normally I don't do. I think last year I, I, I kind of um, risked it with the, with the website, which was okay for me as well. But uh, yeah, I know a lot of people have had, had real big issues this time getting that pre-order in. So I think I was just very, very fortunate. Um, but the thing is, I, I'm on this, like, it's, for me, it's like business do or die. It has to happen. Um, although I, I very nearly didn't get it anyway. Very quick story about that. So uh, DPD, which is the delivery company in the UK that does a lot of these deliveries, um, they uh, obviously were due to come out on Friday last week. Uh, Jen was on on guard for this, and she was checking the door every 10 seconds, apparently. Um, and lo and behold, about 2 o'clock, I had a text message from DPD saying, sorry you weren't in, uh, we'll, we'll try and re-deliver on the next working day. And a photo of our front door which was taken, interestingly, about 10 feet away. So the guy had turned up, taken a, waited a second, taken a photo and gone, basically. Um, and as you can imagine, panic ensued. I had, Jen, bless her, she went, she doesn't listen to this, so she won't, although she knows how much I appreciate this. Um, she drove from um, our house to the Touchwood Centre, which is the nearest Apple, uh, Apple store, which isn't that far, it's about 25 minutes away, um, because they said they had one in stock. She went to get one, got there, wasn't in stock anymore, even though they said that they had plenty of them. So she had to kind of turn around. She, she bought loads of clothes for Harrison, because that always happens whenever she goes, goes out and leaves the house. Um, so she made it worthwhile. Uh, but we still didn't have this iPhone. Um, and the saving grace was that DPD driver who decided to, de- for some reason, to deliver that package with my iPhone and my new AirPods Pro to the local shop so I could go and get it. But there was this horrible period where, where I was thinking... I'm not going to have this phone to review over the weekend, which would have been disastrous. So I nearly didn't get it. You did, and you went for natural titanium in the end. I did, yeah, which is in a clear Banks case. You can still see it, but um, it's. I, I do think this is the best-looking iPhone I've seen personally, which has, has caused a bit of a stir, my my claim on, on the internet. But um, I, really, I genuinely do. I think it's a, a, a really nice-looking iPhone. What made you change your mind from white in the end? Partly you, because you mentioned you were getting it. I thought, well, maybe Rob's a fine connoisseur of tech. I should follow him and just do everything he does. Uh, and also, I suddenly thought, well, I am actually a tech reviewer, and what tends to, dr- to drive views is the new colour, so it makes sense. But I, I nearly bought the white one. That, that was the one that was on the list originally. But um, mm. I'm glad I made the change, because it's, it's a lovely thing. So have you held it side by side with the Nothing Phone 2? No, I haven't. Because the, th- the thing, you know, so I've, I have my iPhone 14 Pro Max, and then I got the Nothing Phone 2, and you look at them side by side, and you think, well, the Nothing Phone 2 <coughs> is a bit shorter, it's a bit thinner, it's slightly thicker, yep, and it's got a, a curved glass back, which sounds awfully familiar, doesn't it? It does. To, uh, to the 15 Pro Max. So, so you, haven't, you haven't looked at them side by side. I'm pretty sure they're going to be quite close. They probably are. It's hidden away in a drawer. I'd go and get it. But it would take me forever to find it. But um, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure it's very close. Not in price, interestingly. But um, yeah, it's it, it's great. How's how's the weight? It's noticeably lighter than the... It's two things, actually. It's noticeably lighter than the, the 14 Pro Max. But again, it's only really if you hold them 
together. I don't think it's one of those things where if you stopped using the iPhone 14 Pro Max for a week and then came to this, you'd think, wow, this is so much lighter. It's, it's not It's not nothing phone one and nothing phone two light, really. It's just satisfying if you very quickly go from one, you know, 14 to 15. Well, but it, it, is, it is lighter than a 14 Pro, it turns yeah, out. which is nuts, isn't it? Crazy. So um, it's the regular size 14 Pro weighs more than this yeah. year's 15 Pro Max, which is yep. pretty wild. What's nice is it, it's it's a much uh, lighter and less cumbersome phone now among the myriad of phones that I've got in this studio, which historically hasn't been the case with the Pro Max. It's always been the big, bulky thing, you know, very well built and very nice to hold, but in, incredibly heavy and you know, cumbersome, like I say. But it's it's not that anymore. It's it's much more. It's much lighter on its feet, um, and also the display does feel bigger. I mentioned this in my first impressions, and you, when when you put this side by side with the 14 Pro Max, it doesn't look much bigger there. That the bezel the bezels don't look that much smaller, but there's something about it on its when you when you hold it away from the, the 14 Pro Max in its own right, it just feels like a bigger display. It's very hard to explain until you get it. It'd be interesting to see if you think the same thing when you get yours. Um, hmm. how, yeah. How, how do you feel about it next to the S23 Ultra? <laughs> well, that video's coming out. When's that coming out next uh, this weekend? Um, I spent the last two days with this and the S23 Ultra in um, London. Uh, and I still prefer the display on the S23. It's, it's far superior, I'm afraid, to the iPhone 15 Pro Max. Mainly because it's, it's, it's bigger. It feels bigger because it hasn't got the Monkey Island. Um, I just like the vibrancy of those, those Samsung screens. They're so, they're so nice. So it still wins, I'm afraid, the S23 in, in, that, in that respect. It doesn't win with everything else, which I'll, I'll leave the conclusion of that for the video. But um, hmm. yeah, they're very close, to be fair. I, I, I reckon that the... Uh, it's just a guess. As I say, I haven't tried it out for myself yet. I reckon that they've edged ahead on the camera to the point where it's as good as, if not better, than the areas where the S23 Ultra was better, with the exception of the 10X optical zoom which obviously physically can't do but you know i mean for, for a lot of them and you know you got like your pixel 7 pro they're, they're all pretty much of a muchness you know i mean sometimes the pixel takes the best photo sometimes the s23 ultra takes the best photo sometimes the iphone does i I've, i suspect that the iphone now will take you know a, 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 as good as if not better than the s23 ultra a lot of the time or you know in more situations than it used to particularly like you know you know low light that sort of thing now, i think that 5x zoom is a, an inspired choice because the more when i was using these two side by side you get you probably know you get uh, one and then three and then 10 i think it is on, on the s23 ultra which is a really weird jump and that 3x isn't massively useful whereas on the iPhone, you get one, two. I know you get all the, the focal lengths in between that, 28, 28 mil, 35 mil, et cetera. Um, but you get the one, the two, and then the five. That's right, isn't it? Um, and the five is really, really useful to the point where I wished five was a default choice on the S23 Ultra because you have that ridiculous jump from three to 10. And 10, it, it takes great photos, but it's not that useful. It's very personally I, I, I don't find it very often where i need to zoom in to that degree whereas the 5x gives you just enough reach if you're walking about a city or something or you're just taking a you know, portrait photo or something like that um it's a very smart choice i think in terms of a focal length because it's a, is it 120 mil i think that's the equivalent yeah uh, which is a very common uh, uh, yeah for, for photographers but 
Yeah, it's a good cho- uh, good choice by Apple. How did your how did your Twitter? No, it wasn't a poll, was it? You posted on Twitter. You posted two photos. You didn't disclose at that time. I haven't checked since whether or not you've uh, you've given away the answer. But yeah, so you posted two photos: one with the S twenty three Ultra and one with the iPhone. Invited people to have a guess and, and yep. tell you which one they thought was better. How's that gone down? Let's have a look. It went down. Uh, Interestingly, uh, you were right, by the way. You got it right because of, of course, right. it is. It's pretty obvious, really, uh, if you know what you're looking for. Um, most people, just looking at it now, most people preferred the iPhone photo. I think the general consensus was that the S23 Ultra one, which is the one on the left, um, is sharpened. The usual Samsung S23 Ultra stuff, really very sharp. Um, I think you noticed if you if you zoom in. It looks a little bit iffy in terms of. Looks like I think did you say it looks like it looks like it's been painted or touched no, up. I, no, I said I said it looks been. It looks like it looks like it's been touched up with a crayon as well. That's I it. <laughs> Which it does. And that's, that's a really good uh, explanation of it. Um, but yeah, most people agreed with you. Actually, it was yeah, very much the. Also, the iPhone photos are just it's it's warmer. It just look, it looks a bit more inviting. What I like about them, though, they're, they're both very different. They're very distinct. Whereas you get a lot of fo- a lot of these kind of comparison photos where they just look the same. You know, here's two, here's two photos from two di- different phones. What do you think? And you look at them and think, well, they look the same. That more more often than not more often than not happens with the uh, selfie cam. I've noticed, but even with that, with these two phones, they look they look pretty distinct. Mm. Well, with the, with, the, with the new image processing pipeline, because mm. I, I I would have to give. I do have to uh, begrudgingly admit that the was it like forty megapixel selfie cam on the S twenty three Ultra was better than the selfie the twelve megapixel one on the on the fourteen Pro Max. Well, the S twenty three's got twelve, hasn't it? It's the S twenty two that had the forty megapixel. They dropped it down to twelve for the S twenty three. Did they? Yeah, I only found that out recently when I was researching this video because uh, I'd have forgotten that myself. But yeah, they, they for some reason they dropped the megapixels for the S twenty three. On the front, on the front camera. Ah, well, either either way, I felt that the, the S twenty three Ultra took better selfies than the than the iPhone, but I don't think that'll be the case with the fifteen. Again, I know I'm not going to find out till the middle of October now, but yeah, <laughs> I, I I think I'm still going to be very happy with the the iPhone camera system. I think it's going to be everything that I have enjoyed to date, but a bit better. And Trust me, you will. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. One it's thing just that, the, it's uh, just the reliability. It's just the, it's just the yeah. fact that it nails it nine times out of ten. It does, and the low light um, capabilities, which I don't think Apple talked much about this during the event, but but the the low light uh, capabilities of that five X zoom are really impressive. Compared with the if you if you do five X on the S twenty three Ultra and take a photo of something at night, well you'll you'll see in my video it's a, it's a shocking difference between that and the iPhone. The um, we got some. Um, five-axis stabilization on the on the 5x yeah that's what does exactly it. it's very 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 good you'll love it right. um what will be interesting because there, there is a controversy obviously because it's a new iphone and there, ha- there has to be a controversy um it will be interesting to see if you get any heat issues because i haven't at all i've the, the only thing i've noticed with it so for those who don't know that the latest gate is is it what i don't know what they call it is it heating gate overheating gate who knows um but a lot of people or i say a lot there are people on the internet who are experiencing very hot iphone 15 pro maxes i don't know is it the pro as well is it, or is it largely centered on the pro max because it relates to the a17 pro chip doesn't it which is in both of those um but people are getting to the point where they can't pick their phone 
uh, allegedly can't pick their, pick their phone up because it's so hot um, when it's sat there being idle. And I haven't experienced this. The only thing I've experienced is it gets marginally warm when it's charging, but not to the yeah. point where you can't pick it up. Um, I was, I've been walking around London for two days shooting 4K video, you know, taking photos, using maps for navigation. Didn't get even remotely warm once. Yeah. So, no, I don't weird. think anyone on the Discord has had any overheating issues. Um, I've I've seen various people that have gone off and said that uh, it seems to be um, an issue with the Instagram app on iOS 17. You've seen this? Okay. There's lots of hoo-ha no. about people going, well, actually, you, you know, try opening the, the Instagram app on, you know, that's running iOS 17 on a phone other than the iPhone 15 Pro Max and you'll find that that will also get very hot. Yeah, there's some issue with it, apparently. That's a very popular app. I mean, so I, so I, I wouldn't experience that anyway because I don't have Instagram. You know, I've, uh, there are a number of people asked, you know, where we had that, we had that chat with Alex and Patrick, didn't we? And people were like, how the hell do you get three days out of your iPhone? I was by being very careful about what I install <laughs> and what I use. Yeah, that's a fair point. So there's, you know, I, I, I immediately turn off push notifications for everything except the things that I really do need to be push notified about. I have my brightness set to, right, you know, there's a, there's a sun icon in the slider. I have my yep. brightness set to the horizontal line of the sun. Oh, wow. That's quite dark, isn't it? It's plenty bright enough. So mid, mid, you're kind of cutting through the sun, basically. Yeah. Okay. So that's my default. I mean, I have the adaptive brightness on. So if I go out and brightness, then it will adjust relative to my the ambient lighting conditions. And I know lots of people can't deal with that. They they want to have they want to crank it right up to max. But yeah, so I have my I have my my screen brightness set at a you know a low level. I have push notifications. I don't, and I don't have any social media on there. That might be the trick, mightn't it? From the sounds of it, don't be on Instagram, basically. So yeah, so I've had my fifteen pro, fourteen pro max for for a year, obviously, because the new ones come out, and um, yeah, I, the battery health is still ninety eight percent, and yeah, I I routinely get to day three before having to charge it. Yeah, so people are like, do you, do you even use it? Do you, is it? <laughs> I think it is, yeah, because I haven't got three days out of the 14 Pro Max. That was definitely a worse phone for me than uh, before, but um, than the 13. But this has been better. I mean, I, I don't test these things at all, but it just feels better. And it's done, it's done pretty well over the last two days, although, again, it was beaten by the S23 Ultra today. It was very, very simple test, really, because it was just they were just doing the same stuff all day. But I think I got to about 2 o'clock, and the... Um, so they both came off the charge at 6 a.m. this morning, 100%, uh, 2 p.m. This was after shooting 4K video, photos, navigation, all that stuff. But, and in fairness, they were both doing about 50% of the work each. Um, but at 2 o'clock, the iPhone had just over 45% left, I think, and the S23 Ultra had 70%. Well, yeah, so great. So you can take twice as much crap footage that you wouldn't want to use true i wasn't shooting 8k oh. though on, on the s23 i should have been doing that shouldn't i 
That'd be even worse. They've been just even noisier. So yeah. Anyway, what what everyone really wants to know is what have you got your action button set up to do? Camera, which is so much better. It's uh, it's just I just I love that. It's I might change it. The only thing I, I, I might do with it is set up a focus mode for it, my filming focus mode, which I use all the time. But uh, I haven't felt the need to do that yet. It's just so nice to have a proper button where you can just hold it down and you're in the camera, you take the photo, done. It's brilliant. Rather than swiping across and. Well, so yeah, so you've got your action button set up as uh, as uh, your camera launcher. Do you keep your finger where it is and continue to use it as a shutter button? Sometimes, although <clears throat> I've I've just found that it's, it's handy just for the, just just to get into the camera app rather than swiping to get into it because I, I I love the fact on Android phones you can hit the power button twice and get straight into the camera. That, I've always liked that. Um, I know you can set up accessibility stuff for the camera. Is, is it the the back tap that you do for for yours? Um, I've never done that, so for me, it's always been a case of you know, a case of swiping from from the um, the lock screen, which is just a bit faffy. So, um, yeah, I love it; it's great. I don't miss the the rocker switch at all for the yeah, the mute switch, because all yeah. I did with that was mute it from from the word go and then leave it like that. So it was utterly pointless. So, have you seen all of the wacky things people are doing with shortcuts? Because you can assign a shortcut to the action button, which means that you can make that button do pretty much anything. I've not seen any examples yet, but what 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 the best you've seen? So the best uh, the best I've seen are ones that use the the orientation of the device to determine what action should happen. So, for example, if the phone is face down, you could have it turn on the flashlight, or if it's face up, you could have it as its default behaviour of a silence toggle. Or if you've if you're looking at it in landscape. If you've picked it up and you're, you've got the phone in landscape, you could have it do open the camera for photos. And if you're holding it mm. the other way around, you could have it open for video. Do you know? So there's, nice. depending on how you're holding the device, yep. you could set up a shortcut that allows you to do different things. So one of the coolest video, one of the coolest examples I've seen so far is Dan Vitterini. He's posted a tweet with a video of his his implementation but yeah everyone's at it they're you know, all the usual suspects you, you you know your groupers and your um you know the guys at mac stories and so forth this yeah i'm i'm very much looking forward to seeing what the silliest thing i can do with the action button and shortcut says that's your task between now and, uh, i suppose you won't have it well you, you might have it by the next one won't you by the next uh, eight no, or 16 episode well. mm. so it's, just, it's estimated well between the 9th and the 16th so yeah, probably not. Um, so I think I'll have some fun with that, but I will ultimately revert back to wanting to open the camera app as quickly as possible via a hardware button. I think that is that's the one. I reckon most people will, will set it will set it to that. Yeah, so it's a great phone. I mean, it, it, there's not much more to talk about really because that there wasn't much more that Apple did with it really. To be fair, but it's um, it's great. It's it's, a, it's the best iPhone they've ever made obviously yeah. oh i do need to drop in a psa so for people who are thinking about you know dabbling in the shortcuts to do some fun stuff with the action button uh, there's a brilliant app called toolbox pro which extends shortcuts in a number of very useful ways and unfortunately the, the developer of that alex hay he passed away last year and mm. so the shortcuts community were very sad that that was no longer going to be maintained but thankfully another developer has stepped in to to keep it going um, and it's the developer behind Pushcut which is another very popular sort of shortcuts extension app 
Um, so I'll put a link to that as well. Nice. So yeah, either if you used to use it and have stopped using it or uninstalled it or whatever because it was no longer being maintained or you'd heard about it and then you thought, well, I'm not going to not going to get involved with that because it's obviously not going to be updated it's it's fine it's gonna it's gonna it lives but they he did a number of other uh, apps as well there's like a debugger for shortcuts um and uh, an app called Nautomate, which allows you to do various kind of shortcut stuff with uh notion nice very nice so anyway so all, all, of, the, all of that will continue to live so uh what, what, so I think what the, one of the most interesting things that's cropped up in recent days is the ios 17.1 beta there's uh this is only for the uk because we've got the open banking standard but apparently you can hook your hsbc barclays lloyds rbs monzo and or starling accounts to your apple wallet and see your most recent transactions and current balance in the wallet which is pretty nice awesome. and that's so that is that will, uk only have you put on here yeah for now, I don't know if other countries around the world have got a similar sort of open banking data infrastructure, but we do, and Apple have tapped into it, which is well, pretty nice. You, you were talking about the overheating. You didn't mention the uh, oh, the the bend, bendable yeah, that you can. Well, the the, the back glass, the, the new more repairable back glass, is mm. also more susceptible to bending with your fingers if you try. Yeah, if you try and bend your phone, which, yeah, I mean, bless him, he, he, he's miles ahead of me in terms of audience size, but I, I, it's, I just, it's the most stupid thing ever. I've never had a problem with my phones bending. Hmm. The only bent thing I've ever had from Apple was an iPad Pro, which came bent in the box. You might, you might remember, remember me telling that story. But um, if you pick up your phone like this and go and give it as much welly as you can, it's going to bend. Okay, this one might bend a little bit easier, but who cares? Um, I've never held my phone like that. Yeah, I think it's more if you've got it in a back pocket and you sit awkwardly on something. You know, it's 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 not ideal, but it's also not worth the hoo ha. I think if you put your phone in your back pocket, all you're asking for is if it, for it to be nicked. Um, yeah. I've never understood that. So, very little sympathy for these people. The other thing that people aren't happy about is fine woven. Fine woven is a bit poo, apparently. Yeah, I've not I've not got one, but uh, there's a, there's a bit of a stink about this, isn't there? So people who've sort of got one on day one and have had it in pockets and stuff found that it doesn't wear all that nicely. It scratches easily. It starts to look, you know well used much sooner than the equivalent leather case would which also didn't age particularly well in my opinion so i'm a little bit sad about that because i was quite looking forward to giving fine woven a go but i'm going to swerve it i think it might be worth trying i mean it's a bit like the whole the heating heating up thing isn't it it's you know the people who are pissed off shout the loudest oh it's pretty widespread even on even on discord you know, okay. people we know and trust, yeah, like, so Mandatory Field, Louise, they're all like, yeah, look, we went, we've, we've looked at them. It's no good. I'll take it back in that case. <laughs> Although it's, life's about compromises, you know, you're, you're saving the planet apparently, aren't you, if you do this. Mother, Mother Nature's very yeah. happy that you're buying these cases, even if they are crap. I think Justin, Justin Cox, he's got some fine woven stuff. I think he, I can't remember, I think he was, thought it was all right, but. Okay. Yeah, and I'm going to give it a miss. I'm going to stick with the silicone, I think. Oh, have you, have you upgraded to Sonoma yet? That came out, didn't it? On the MacBook Air. Yeah, it did, mm -hmm. yeah. On, on the MacBook Air, but not on 
this, not on the not on my production map Mac. I've got I've got a, a kind of policy where I don't upgrade for about two months after the release, just because if anything doesn't work on my MacBook Pro, I'm stuffed. Whereas on the on the on the air, I can take a bit of a risk with it really. But it's it's nice. It's again, there's not a huge amount to talk about with it really. And the most important thing is those screensavers where the, um, you have these kind of drone shots, you know, Apple TV-like uh, screensavers on the login window, and then you log in, and it carries on and just slows down and becomes your desktop. It's it's, it's utterly lovely. Yeah, no, that, I, that, make, that makes me smile every time. Although you you do need to go into the settings, because there are, there are, it's set to Sonoma by default, the location okay. of the flyover of that. If you go into the this, this screensaver settings, there are loads of them. Yeah, there so is. You, so you can go in and you can set it to, you know, cycle through all the landscapes or all the cityscapes or all the underwater stuff or just everything. So I, I went straight in, set it to just shuffle it. Yeah. I want to see a different one every time. You can shuffle, can you? Oh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't realize yes. you could shuffle. So yeah, every time I come to my Mac that's running Sonoma now, I'm greeted with the sort of Apple TV screensaver that just transforms into the desktop. And it so just nice, makes it? logging in a joy. Yeah. Um, I've, have you got involved with the desktop widgets? Uh, briefly, but I just find with widgets, I set them up and then never really refer to them. The only widget I use on the iPhone on iOS is Fantastical. So I have Fantastical, Fantastical set up at the top. Mm-hmm. And it's just a shortcut, basically, and gives, gives oh. me gives me the date. I'm, I'm sure I've told you this before. I have no icons on my home Hello. screen. I've replaced everything with widgets. Yep. Um, which is even more fun now in iOS 17 because those widgets are now interactive. So like the water minder, hmm. water logging widget, for example, you can now log stuff without having to open the app. You can tick stuff off in reminders or things or I, I don't know whether, uh, whatever, what's the to-do one you uh, use tick, now? Tick, tick. I don't know tick, if they've tick. updated theirs. I've tried it, but but it, it, essentially, you've got you can do stuff without ever having to open an app. And maybe that contributes to my increased battery life as well, because I just do things possible. as quickly as possible via either widgets or via shortcuts. Hmm, just possibly have a bunch of stuff, all sort of batched up, all in a go. But um, my favourite thing about Sonoma is being able to package up websites as a as a standalone application that you can keep in your dock. Because I've been going, I've been banging on about this for ages, haven't I, with apps like Flotato and the other one. What's the, I can't remember, Unity or Unify yeah. or something. Um, but now it's native. It's now it's built in. You can just take any website, turn it into an app, and keep it in your dock, which is brilliant. Nice. I've not tried it yet, but that's that's on my list of things to try. So it means that you can do away with with Electron gift yeah. apps and so it's like so I'm, I've, I'm using it for notion at the moment i need to use it for notion that's a really good point it's brilliant for notion and discord yep. um yep. and i'm, just, course, oh yeah, I'm yeah. loving it sonoma web apps is superb are you finding that apps like discord are, are better as that packaged safari app however it works compared to the i think it is a little, a little bit more responsive I think okay. Discord is generally in Safari, you know, under the WebKit engine than whatever they're using. And well, I imagine it's Chromium, isn't it? I don't think I've ever used it in the, in the web version of it. I've, I've always used the app. So may, maybe I should give that a go as well. Yeah. 
I don't know. It depends if you're a heavy voice user. I have all sorts of problems. I, I can my most if I want to do anything involving voice on Discord, I have to use the official app. Trying to do it via any other browser on Mac hmm. is is a pain. Uh, anyway, FaceTime. Well, yeah. I mean, that's not that's that's on TVOS seventeen, isn't it? You can make phone calls on your telly. I haven't tried it. Yet. I was just curious whether you had. I haven't. No, no. I need to. I, I like the look of that, but yeah, you use, I think you use your phone, don't you? you? Use your phone as the camera. Yeah, so it's got yeah, um, continuity camera. Use your phone as yep. the camera, and use your telly as the display to have FaceTime calls to people. But the 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 Belkin mount that they showed when they first showed off that feature is just perpetually out of stock. I've never seen it to be why. available. I don't know. Maybe, be, maybe it hasn't sort of been launched here yet. I don't know if you can get it in the states, but yeah, certainly here. I've been keeping an eye out for one. Mm. can't get it because yeah because i'm quite i'm i'm not in like a massive hurry to get rid of my portals you know i've got yep. portal tvs on the tellies at the moment which serve that video calling function um so i'm not in a huge hurry but yeah those do need to go at some point yeah so you haven't tried it fine nope i will do feature in your when you've set up your lounge with your high sense telly yeah, I need to crack on with that. The, the, the Hisense TV is still just over there on the floor. It's terrible. It's such a waste. Um, oh, I missed out on a ridiculous deal this morning. Okay, what was that for? So Curry's were knocking out 75-inch LG mini-LED TVs. They're from they're, It's a 2021 edition, and Tech Chap had reviewed it previously, and he said it was good, even at its original price, which was about three grand. Anyway, they were, they were knocking them out for 999. Wow. And... I saw the deal and I was like trying to get the girls off to nursery and school and whatever. And then when I come back, it sold out. So it's about it's about two grand off. Wow, a two-year-old seventy-five-inch telly. Yeah, missed it by dilly dallying. That would do the job, wouldn't it? It would, wouldn't it? Oh, I, I saw your. So I can't, was it a news newsletter with your coffee machine? A new <laughs> coffee machine. The Gadget, the Gadget yeah. coffee machine. So my favourite thing about that is the fact that when you try and type it out, it auto-corrects to haggis. <laughs> That's not very Italian, is it? <laughs> have you, have I've you, not have noticed you that. Is that you, no, is that an iOS? Yeah. Let's try it now. Well, so, it's, yeah, it's, when I was putting this in the notes on the Notion app, I typed it, I tried to type in Gadget and it auto-corrected to haggis. It does, maybe, doesn't it? <laughs> made me lol. Brilliant. But yeah, but it's, but it's about it's what like eighteen hundred quid or something. Yeah, about seventeen hundred quid. Um, it's a Gadget Academia. I think any coffee machine that's called the Academia is going to be amazing, isn't it? And have loads of stuff that you don't understand on it. Um, but yeah, I've, I've got it for I don't know how long yet, but um, I've got I've got this Gadget coffee machine downstairs for, for, for one person who who just works from here on his own. This coffee machine that is really made for people who really know about coffee. And live with people who love coffee as well. That's that's not me at all. Jen doesn't drink coffee. It's pointless it being at home. Um, but it's amazing. Even though I don't understand any of the stuff it does, it has things like pre-brewing. You can change the the milk foam, which I understand obviously. Um, and there's all sorts of different settings for the heat. Because I'm British, obviously I just whack it up straight away. But by default, it always it's always the lowest heat setting. I always just think that's going to be too cold. You know, and then. Um, yeah, bean to cup. Obviously, it's got this kind of milk spout that you can you can do your milk for your. It's just it's just amazing. I I love coffee. Don't understand it at all, um, but it's just yeah, it's a thing of beauty. 
have you tried any of the other heat settings? No. Because you know, coffee people will, will be screaming at you saying of that you're, they will. you're scorching the flavour and I mean I I don't understand coffee either. It turns out I don't like coffee at all. I like coffee flavoured <laughs> milk. That's what I like. That might be me as well. The thing is, it's a bit like it's like it's the Ferrari. They, they, I think they described it as the Ferrari of coffee coffee machines, and it's a bit like I've got a Ferrari that I'm just taking down to Tesco's Express every day. Mm. That's basically how I'm using it, which is terrible. But um, I don't know. I'll just I would uh, just invite you to try a lower temperature <laughs> and see how that affects the flavour and see if you notice. Because I think the more temperature, the, the hotter you do it, the more bitter it gets. Maybe you like that. I don't know. Well, yeah, but the problem is even even the hottest temperature isn't that hot. It's, it I could be a bit hotter. You know, when people come to Starbucks and you hear them say, uh, "Can I have it extra hot?" <laughs> and you can see them behind the, the counter, sort of sighing. <laughs> I, I never do that, to be honest. But this this machine would not satisfy that person because it, I don't think it goes hot enough. But regardless of that, it's got lots of flashing lights and buttons and touchscreen and stuff, and it's it's lovely. Do you know what? Like when, when we were on holiday earlier in the year, I made the mistake of agreeing to do the coffee run for the family. So we had like, you know, the grandparents, just everyone would rent a big Air, Airbnb house down in Weymouth and everyone over. Um, and yeah, one morning I said, ah, oh, I fancy a coffee number one. Anyone want one? Obviously every <laughs> one did. And just, oh, it was it the was orders. tremendous. I was just, I was just so embarrassed having to relay because everyone wanted like you know a different, a different style of coffee, a different kind yep. of milk. Some people wanted oat milk, some people wanted almond, some people wanted soya. You know, it's just like, oh. yeah, different, different number of shots, and it's just like, ah, oh, this is insane. I was going, what I should, I should have done it on the app, shouldn't I? You shouldn't, yeah. There is something about doing a, doing a coffee run that I quite like when you've got people around, or the, if you're doing if you're helping someone move house, or there's something happening that's a bit unusual. I like being the person who says, "I'll go and get the coffees." It, it makes you feel important, doesn't it? And it gets you out of doing the stuff that people are doing at the house or where it is. But then, you, like you say, you do you do immediately um, realize that you, you know realize your mistake when there's that many different types of milk and. Oh God! And everyone in Jen's family's got some kind of allergy for something, so that makes it even worse. But um, yeah, so that's I've, I've got a posh coffee machine. I'm very happy with it. Um, very well, expensive. You, you did, uh, and you, you did a, an advertorial for the Bose Quite Comfort Ultras. Queef Comfort, it says. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you weren't supposed to say that out loud. That was an in joke because obviously I DM'd you. <laughs> Because you did on your blog post for, on the, in the first draft, for some reason it had auto corrected to quite comfort instead of quite comfort. So I it's put, a horrible spelling. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, it's one of those things that I'd never have noticed that at all. And, it, and that blog post went th- through two different people as well, who kind of read it and put it out there. So none of well, us spotted then, it apart from you. Well, what can I say? I know. But um, yeah, so that so when I when I put in the show notes. <laughs> Post queef comfort. That was meant. That was meant to. That was a callback. It was an in joke. Uh, just with a hilariously wrong autocorrect. Yeah. But anyway, how, how, are, are they actually any good, or did you just say they're amazing because well, you were no, paid the- to? No, they're well. A lot of people are questioning that, obviously. Um, but it, they're just utterly amazing. And I, I know you've bought the, the AirPods Pro second genera- generation, and I've. I've waxed lyrical about them i do have the the new USB-C version of those now which is very nice um but they came about at the same time as these which are the uh, the quiet comfort ultra and i never heard the have you heard the, the previous version the 
the earbuds too. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't heard any any in ear Boses. I've heard several of the over ear ones, and I quite like those. But yeah, not the in ears. What's interesting when whenever I've done a, a review of a pair of noise cancelling earbuds, there's been a swathe of people who have said, "Try the Bose. Get the get the Bose Quiet Comforts." And I, I hadn't until now. Um, I'd kind of I'd, I'd completely overlooked them to be honest. Totally overlooked them, and I don't know why because these are unbelievable I, I can't i can't get over how good the noise cancelling is on the the noise cancelling <clears throat> excuse me the noise cancelling the sound the comfort the build quality everything about them is amazing um the case is a bit bigger than the airpods pro 2 but not not too big but honestly the noise i can't get over the noise you can probably tell i cannot get over the noise cancelling it's it's genuinely like a pair of over ear headphones and i think the reason for it um, is is the seal? I think that's a big part of it because they've got this. They've got the the normal kind of bud thing, you know, the rubberized tip. But they've also got a, another rubber kind of ring, or they, got, they call it a band that goes around there as well. So you get a kind of double seal within your ear, and uh, there's a lot of because of that. There's a lot of passive noise cancelling. But they're just um, they're brilliant, honestly. Don't buy them, Rob, because it ruins the AirPods Pro too. Oh, I've no intention. I'm, I'm they're what three hundred quid. 300 quid, you can get AirPods Pro 2. You now, the retail price is now 229. Nice, which makes them look a bit of a bargain, really. I think, yeah. And also, you get all of the you get all of the, the you know, the ecosystem stuff, don't you, with the, with the AirPods Pro, which you don't with the Bose, yeah. Because they do like head tracked spatial audio, they do that as well, yeah. They do oh. that very well, they do it as well as the um, as the as the AirPods Pro, they do head tracked and they also do the fixed one as well, where you turn around and it moves with you. And it's very quick, very good. But yeah, I mean, they are more expensive. The, the, the WF-1000XM5s from Sony aren't very good at all when it comes to noise cancelling. I'm genuinely surprised that you didn't like those because you're normally big on Sony. I wonder if, because you had them at least second, maybe more hand, didn't you? They'd been in at least one other person's ears. They were definitely secondhand. I won't go into too much detail, but I have complained. They were very they were very much secondhand when they arrived. Yeah. I wonder if they just, like, buggered them up a bit. Well, the thing, maybe that's the case. If that's the case, that's uh, that's a problem with the review network, and they need to sort that out because they should, they should be... They should work as intended out of the box, shouldn't they? Yeah. Um, but as tested... No, they're not very good. good at all. Well, and anyway, either way, they're still more expensive than the AirPods Pro Two are now. Yes, they are. So yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm I'm not interested. I, th- I unless they're unless they're le- unless any given set of earbuds is less than two hundred and twenty nine pounds, I'm not even going to bother looking at them. Just don't ever try them. Never try them. If you ever see a pair, or if you, you know if you come and see these, don't just don't pick them up. Don't look at. Don't think about them. I'm Ever. not at all unhappy with the fact. I'm, I'm very pleased with the AirPods Pro 2. I think there's not a single thing I dislike about them. Didn't you say that about the AirPods Pro 1? I did. And then bought the AirPods. Don't worry. I'll, I'll leave you alone. Just stick with your AirPods Pro 2. Why did I do that? Why did I get them? There was a reason, wasn't there? It wasn't the price either, was it? I don't, I don't think you got your a, a classic kind of Rob discount either £208 for them which is not a massive disc I mean it's a decent discount mm, of the prices nice. they were at that time because they were 249 due to the that year Apple had hiked up all the prices due to the exchange rates mm. so yeah 208 I was, I was alright with that there, there was a reason I think was it the MagSafe-ness of the case <laughs> possibly was it the uh, the lanyard it was thing. not the lanyard 
I don't know. I've got I don't no idea why I got them, but I'm, yeah, I, I I use them every day and I love them, and I will not be getting anything else for the foreseeable future. The next two things on this list couldn't be more polar opposites, really. We've got the DJI Mini 4 Pro drone and Duck Luge. <laughs> yeah, what, well, what this, is, this is this is guess. I don't know whether you've got a DJI Mini 4 Pro. I just, I'm assuming that you do. You assume wrong. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I haven't got one. Sad what? times. I know. But like, you're well chummy with dji well in there aren't i know i've got i've got like a water bottle from them i've got a what else have i got a little um tote bag i've got all sorts of things little pins and things but no dji dji mini 4 pro which is a shame but i do love mine i love my my mini 3 this one isn't that different really it's it's a it's just a slightly better i think longer run time longer, longer fly time slightly better sensor i think although a lot of the marketing around it is kind of based on the whole vertical shooting thing for short form stuff it's got a new a new remote there's no yeah. new remote but the current one's great yeah the, the 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 one that i've got with the three is fantastic i'm not sure what you do to it to to make it better all right um so, so yeah. you're not not that worried haven't about got one not really, no. And also, I do put the the Mini Three Pro to use in the app, the, the the forthcoming Apple Watch Ultra One versus the Apple Watch Ultra Two video. There's a, a some nice drone stuff in there. Interesting, yeah. Duck Luge uh, <laughs> haven't set it up yet. <laughs> I don't think we've talked about it. I don't think we've talked about. Um, I, I think this was an off-air conversation. I think I said oh, was I'd, it. I think I'd said I bought a load of really cool, like new stuff, and I'd you some links but i don't think we actually talked about what it was i thought you did i, I quite if, if we didn't i quite like that i like the fact we just started talking about <laughs> for no reason whatsoever let's just leave it like that what you didn't tell me is that it's an 80 piece kids bath toy oh yeah it's a serious bit of kit yeah and it turned up at like six o'clock one night and i thought well perfect just in time for bath time then looked at it and thought no, i'm gonna be there for hours <laughs> he won't go to bed until 11 p.m you know which isn't a good idea for a 15 month old uh, but it does look very cool. So when I, whenever I get some time, I will set it up. That's oh, absolutely brilliant. You can set up some some really <clears throat> epic luges for ducks. <laughs> Why wouldn't you want to do that? But, uh, so I'll, I'll, I'll leave a link in the show notes so that this makes sense to anybody that hasn't got a clue what we're going on about. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we've, we've waffled on for nearly the entire hour and haven't covered any of the big things that happened this week. What What other big things happened? Well, we've had three mass, all the three massive events from um, from Microsoft, from Meta. Well, you said uh, I kind of I mentioned them earlier. You, you kind of suggested that they were they were fairly dull. I mean, they were. They're all sort of iterative, but I think they all deserve a mention. Obviously, I mean, AI was a common theme throughout all of them because they were just all banging no. on about AI. I'm so I'm so bored of AI. I won't now, have that, Rob. So, so we're going to skip all of that. But I think the, the most exciting thing, well, for me, obviously, you know, because I'm a Carl Pei fanboy now, apparently, is uh, CMF by Nothing was unveiled this week. Which looks really cool, doesn't it? I love that stuff. For those who aren't aware, CMF by Nothing is the new sort of budget arm of, of Nothing, which, you know, was supposed to be a budget brand, but is now sort of positioning it as, positioning themselves as sort of mid to premium end of the market and so they've introduced this cmf with some what look like really very good and reasonably priced products they've got a, a, a wearable a smartwatch, um a some 
true wireless earbuds and a 65 watt GAN charger. And they all look quite good. They look very nice, don't they? Really cheap as well. Like, satisfyingly inexpensive. So, yes, I, mean, I don't really care about the buds or the charger because I've already got a drawer full of GAN chargers. As you know, throughout the course of this year, I've, I've had a bit of a GAN charger problem, haven't I? I just keep buying them. But no, you, you do have a, a GAN charger obs- obsession, I think is probably the right word for this. I've done now. I think I've, I've got one in every plug, so I'm good now. We've heard but, that before, though. <laughs> but the, the, <laughs> So the most, the most interesting thing I think they brought out was yeah, that, that 60 quid smartwatch. Yeah, which looks like it's going to do for the wearable what the Nothing Phone 1 did for the smartphone. I, It looks like, it looks nice for a 60 yeah. quid smartwatch. This obviously, and it's got all the, all the usual, it's got your GPS and your heart rate sensors and, and an 11 to 13 day battery life. Unheard of unless you, you buy Garmin. Yeah, so uh, watch this space on that one. So I think you can't buy them or even pre-order them yet. I think that that opens at the end of the month. But I think for 60 quid, I'll, uh, I'll have a punt on one of those. Oh, it's a no-brainer, isn't it, really? Although it does mean if, if, it, if it follows the Nothing Phone 1 trajectory, then we'll get a 180 quid price uplift, won't we, for the next, next version? Well, yeah. Well, maybe, but, maybe I mean, we won't because it's it's a sub brand, isn't it? So maybe this will you know, remain affordable, and that, I guess that's the idea, really, isn't it? Well, so I mean, it's it's it stands for colours, materials, and finish, and it's and I think in the the general nothing approach has been to not necessarily have the best specs, but you know, just put together the you know the right things in the right amounts mm. to deliver a pleasing experience, and they've done that. Yeah, just get it get it right and then now i guess with their their scale and their experience and their sort of supply chain management and all of that sort of stuff and the fact that these none of these products are transparent as the nothing thing to date has been transparent products hasn't it which is difficult and expensive to do these are just you know regular solid colored products no flashing lights either no led flashy things. <laughs> no yeah no no silly lights so, so, so that's the most exciting thing I think I saw this week. But in terms of what Amazon, Amazon have pumped out a whole load of Echoes. <laughs> they do this a lot, don't they? They just there's always new Echoes. Well, I can think be about, excited about it. So the the two sort of, or maybe the three interesting things about the new Echoes are uh, one, it should come to all Echoes, I suppose, at some point. But they're they they re they're, they talked about you know sort of a massive language model generative ai back end for alexa which i imagine should be available at any alexa endpoint at some point i don't know i don't think they said exactly when it's coming but it, it should enable you to have a much more conversational experience with their voice assistant but specifically for these devices what what the things that interested me that they talked about was the smart home lighting control which will um sort of detect the ambient brightness levels in a room and the activity and then intelligently decide whether to turn the lights on or off for you and set the brightness okay. appropriately. So that's quite cool. But also the um, it will adjust what is being displayed or for the for the echoes that have got a display, they these new ones will adjust 
what is being displayed depending on how far away you are from it so if you're further away it'll show big you know friendly icons that can be seen across the room and as it detects you getting closer it'll sort of morph into more information and sort of smaller typeface and present you with a, a more detailed view the closer you get to it so that's quite an interesting thing i thought hmm. but then they ruined it <laughs> so my primary use for the for the echoes that i've got with displays is as a digital photo frame so you know I've, i upload all of my family photos to amazon prime vault thingy jeff's back bedroom computer basically <laughs> yeah um with the Echo Show 8 third generation, which is what they've just announced, if you want your Echo to function in that way, you have to buy a more expensive model called the Echo Show 8 Photo Edition, which is £10 <sighs> more expensive than the regular one. Because, as I'm sure you've found, if, if you, have you got any Echoes with displays? No, but we've got the, the, the Pixel tablet, which we use for the exact right. same reason. Yep. So, so the, the thing about the Echoes with displays is that over time, Amazon have just started showing you more and more guff. Just, you know, advertising other products and services, just really trying to engage with you and get you to spend more money, offering you free trials to Audible or Amazon Prime Music or whatever. Um and it, it's kind of spoils the digital photo frame experience as it as it had been previously. So, yeah. so now they expect you to pay more for a version of the device called the Photo Edition, which has got more of a focus on using it as a digital photo frame. And presumably they're charging more because they reckon that people who are subjected to the to the adverts and the guff, I guess that must be worth ten pounds per user to them or something. I don't know. So yeah, so you've got to pay more up front. And then you've got to pay two pounds a month. What? Have your photos displaying in your kitchen? To essentially remove ads and guff from the <sighs> from the from the roster of stuff that it shows on display. Just get a pixel tablet. It's none, none of that rubbish. <sighs> yeah. So that that kind of annoyed me. Um but just uh, to say an FYI, I, I, most echoes of the display, you can just say wake word, start photo mm. frame, and then it will show you a continuous um, you know, shuffle of your photos for I think like three hours or something, and then it will go back to showing you guff again. So yep. I, guess it just, I, I don't know whether they're going to do away with that. I don't know. What wasn't clear was whether or not that £2 a month or $2 a month is also applicable to people who are already Prime subscribers who already have like unlimited photo storage as part of their prime plan i i don't know it was very it wasn't clear but just the the whole the whole notion of paying more on a subscription to use your device in the way that you want to that really annoyed me ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, rubbish it was all going so well yeah um they, they've got like a smart home controller which is like a rubbish tablet that is uh you can you can power over ethernet and just used to control smart home stuff you know you, you can't like run games on it or anything it's just a dedicated device for control and it acts as it's like a threadboard a router matter controller or you know one sort of central hub for all your smart home stuff but um yeah i'm not convinced about that they've got new kids models with marvel and disney designs new uh glasses echo frames which i can't see anyone needing but if, you, if that any of that stuff is of interest to you then you 
uh, you can trade in your old Echo devices for a 25% discount off a new one, plus an Amazon gift card for whatever the trade-in value is for that device. So it'd be like, you know, £5 for an Echo Dot or £50 for an Echo Show 10. So that makes it reasonably tempting, I guess. I, I don't know, mm. I might trade in one of my bonky old Echoes for a, a, an Echo Show 8 and give it a go. It's got a new, you know, it's meant this got a new chip in it it's got like spatial audio sound it's got like a, a room eq built in so yeah so it should run smoother it should sound better um but yeah but it will show you a load of guff unless you pay mm. them not to i just can't get excited about echo devices this happens every year and i, I just i miss the announcements and i don't know not that bothered but all right what about their other devices, their tablets? I suppose, no, because you're a YouTuber, aren't you? So you've just got oh, piles of iPads. But for us, for us normal people, the usual... Ta- if you were going to give your child a tablet, it would be a, a, a fire yeah. tablet. Of course it would, yep. Cheap and cheerful, they're all right. They've got a really good sort of walled garden um, app thing, specifically for kids. It's I can't remember what it's called now. Amazon Kids, I imagine, probably. Uh, but if you buy one of their new devices, you get a year of that service, and it's genuinely good. It's got a curated set of like books and educational TV shows and apps and games and stuff. It's, it's pretty good, but I mean, yes, yeah, so they've, they've got some new tablets. There's uh, loads you know, of stuff here. I'm just faster. Oh, yeah, no, it goes on and on. They've got new, new Fire Sticks that now support Wi-Fi 6. Or if you want to pay an extra tenner, you can have Wi-Fi 6E. And yep. well, actually, fact, the more expensive one has got all the doublies. It's got your, your vision and your app. Who doublies? Yeah. <laughs> it also supports the HDR 10 and 10 Plus. That, again, you can you can trade in your old one and get a discount off a new one. They've introduced a, a sound bar now for $120. I don't know whether it's available here. I couldn't find it on the UK site. You can find it on the US site. But yeah, just a cheap and cheerful, just cheap and loud Amazon soundbar. Don't know how many of them they'll sell. Where do they have time to make all this stuff? And is it is it them making it? They must have, they must have bought a company somewhere that makes all this stuff. Oh, I refuse to wow. believe there's... Amazon does all this themselves. Well, they, also, well they, they bought various other companies, haven't they? So they bought mm. like Eero and Ring and Blink, which also have new products out, various. So that there's there's an Eero Max Wi-Fi 7 mesh system. You can get uh, a new stick-up camera from Ring. Blink have got like some extra gubbins, like a, an extended range sync module for their security cameras and uh, extended life battery packs, that sort of yep. stuff. But... Um, the two things I don't know why I went into all of that stuff because it's so it was so dull. The two things that really stood out to me, apart from the the echo that annoyed me, was that uh, Prime Video is going to. Well, actually, they they didn't announce this. It's just other news. Um, Prime Video is going to introduce ads in for for the US, Canada, UK, and Germany in early two thousand twenty four. So, yeah, so you're already coughing up for your Prime subscription and you'll now be subjected to ads. Unless you pay a surcharge. Yeah, so you can pay them an optional surcharge of two ninety nine a month to remove these ads that they're going to start injecting into Prime Video. Um, so, it's, yeah, US, Canada, UK and Germany, early 2024, and then France, Italy, Spain, Mexico and Australia later in 2024. Mm. There's a pattern emerging here, isn't there, with uh, with these uh, 
two dollar two pound they've been at it for a while because like kindles mm. for ages you can yeah. buy an ad supported kindle and pay an extra tenner to have to not be shown ads so yeah that's all that seems to have crept into everything now um and then there's you can now pay them and i think this is us only for the time being but you can pay them 59 dollars a year to take advantage of their alexa emergency response service which is you know it's just like a 24 7 emergency services that you can invoke using your voice via your your echoes if you're in trouble for some reason and then have uh an, a, does an jeff Amazon. come out yeah jeff will come and like put out your fire okay so it's not just apple who because as we know because we have the latest iphone you'll have yours soon you'll be safe soon basically right yeah. you know we, we won't die because we have the iphone uh, with emergency all that sos stuff which fun i always laugh at this it always comes on on the tube in london so if you if you go out a signal which you do on most tube stations in london um the sos thing comes up on the phone which i'm always tempted to give it a go when you're traveling between you know baker street and wherever marylebone just to see if anyone comes out and magically appears on the train but um uh, yeah so it looks like amazon are getting involved in the the life-saving business duties business yeah <laughs> if you pay 299 sorry 59 that's not bad 59 dollars a year to not die that's all right isn't it? I'd, I'd have some of that yeah so that's the the alexa emergency response service madness yeah you haven't got me that excited it's not your problem not your fault at all it's not your job to either but you haven't got me that excited about any of that stuff um we do have quite a lot left on here with microsoft is there enough here, do you think, to save it for the next one? No, no, not really. So, so, so the, I will summarise the Microsoft event. It, it was okay. uh, AI, all the things. There was banging. Yep. It, was, it was basically a sales pitch for Copilot, which is their sort of AI that will do everything for you. That's being baked into Windows Eleven. It'll be an Office from November. Yeah, and yeah, it'll just it'll write your emails and make your presentations, all that stuff that that they just keep banging on about. What was interesting about that event was, first of all, a couple of days before the show, you know, the show was due to come about, Panos, Panos Pane announced that he was leaving Microsoft. And you know, for those who aren't aware, Panos is the Surface guy, and more recently, Windows head of Windows. He is leaving to join Amazon to head up the Echo division, which is pretty wild. He didn't um, make this up, could he? So. What was curious about that event is, well, what happens to Surface now? So it was interesting in what they didn't announce. There was no new Surface Pro. There was no new Surface Laptop. There was no new Surface Studio. What they did punt out was, uh, you know, the, the wonky Surface Laptop, which looks like a MacBook Pro, but has got a, a, an articulated display. There's a new mm. one of those. Um there's a and then the sort of the gimped laptops the surface go and the surface laptop go which i shouldn't interest anyone because they've got really underpowered chips in them and a complete waste of time so yeah, so they re refreshed a couple of crap products and yeah didn't announce any of the things that people have been looking forward to so right. so i don't know what's going on with microsoft basically <clears throat> although just a, a psa if you if you do like the look of that surface laptop studio and you you know you don't necessarily need it in a laptop but you would like an articulated touch display dell came out with one recently it's a 24 inch display i'll stick a link in the show notes um but yeah it's got a 
It's got a bendy hinge, and you can just pull the display hinge. down and use it as a as a touch display. It's quite cool. We all need a bendy hinge, don't we? We do. Um, and then, yeah, then Meta, they've announced the the Quest Three. Yep. You're going to get one. I've got to try that, haven't I? I've got to try it. I think you do. It's, I mean, so they start at four hundred and seventy nine pounds. Yep. And I think it is. The, you know, it's in. It's entirely self-contained. You've got no wires, no battery packs. It's got a much higher resolution, much more graphics power. It's got, you know, with shadows and reflections and all that sort of stuff. It just it would be much more realistic, more immersive experience. It's got pancake lenses. Yep. It just looks like a good bit of kit. So I, I pre-ordered one because, you know, I'm, I'm well into VR. So that'll be, that'll be coming probably the same week as my iPhone, actually. So, yeah, You'll have so much to do that week, won't you? It'll be a very busy week for you. I'll, I'll feel, I'll feel like you. I'll feel like you for a week. <laughs> you don't want to, trust me. You don't want to. Um, new Ray-Ban stories. Well, they're not called stories anymore. They're called uh, smart oh. glasses. Uh, and okay. all, all you need to know about those is that they're you know, smaller, lighter, longer battery life, better cameras. You can live stream from them, um, and they don't do this yet but there will be some degree of sort of ai real-time translation where you can look at something it will take in the image via the camera and then translate it using ai and and pipe that into your ear Uh, but you can still get the old stories they've been dropped to 199 pounds and i don't know if you recall like this is very early days of this podcast i was i was tempted to get them when they when the stories go and the only reason i didn't is because they kept dicking me about saying well, the, the, they they said that they could do my prescription lenses and then they decided that they couldn't and then hmm. but they'd taken the money and uh, it was just it was a nightmare so yeah i i have no you're not tempted now i am still tempted actually because the, the the upgrades to the video quality actually looks quite good i think they've got like 12 megapixel cameras in them now they just look weird they've got those two they are they are the cameras aren't they on the yeah on the stems that you can and you, you can kind of see them head on which i just think looks a bit creepy yeah well i'll see how i get on with um with the action button on the iphone i'm, just, I'm all about being able to capture that moment in the least amount of time possible yep. i really want to capture everything all of the time and i sometimes miss stuff so yeah i'll, I'll have a look into it i'll, I'll see if, if they can do my prescription lenses Oh, and there's a there's a WhatsApp iPad app coming. I just saw that. Yeah, that's uh, that's relatively useful, I suppose. Um, yeah, you're right. I mean, the, 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 I haven't missed much, have I? From the sounds of it, not really. Although you could argue with with the iPhone event, we didn't. If you hadn't seen that, you didn't miss much, really. So it's a bit like that all over. I think at the moment. Yeah, that's one of those things. Uh, we're really in the deep end now, aren't we? Hour and twelve minutes. Oh, crikey! Yeah. Um, well, the, the, well there, are, there are. Can I can I talk to you about two things, and then you can go. Go, on. go for it. <laughs> the first thing is my really stupid Samsung T5 SSD mod that I thought I was really clever for doing. I remember that. What? No, you don't. I remember I, that. Yeah. What do you mean? You I thought you had. That? No. I, I swear you talked about that. That, that. What am I thinking of? I'm thinking of something else. I think you must. Something be thinking, you did with oh, SSD. Oh, you're you're, you're, talk, you're thinking about my my. DIY SSD where I, I made a four terabyte SSD that's almost as fast as at the internal drive on my M1 Mac Mini. No, that was it. No, I'm talking about the, no. So everyone's got one of these knocking about. I know the old Samsung T5 SSDs. I um, haven't, funny enough. I, I, I was the only person to ever to not buy one. But the funny thing about that is how conveniently it might fit on the yeah. back of an iPhone. Now nice. that it's got 
USB-C. So I went and I got a really small USB-C to USB-C cable thinking, well, look, what I'll do is I can you know, find some way of fixing it to the back so that I can record directly to it, which you can do, yep. right? Yep. And I know where this is going, I think. So I bought this. I bought first of all. I bought a, 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 a sticky back MagSafe sticker, but turns out that that even that I I didn't get my tape measure out. <laughs> didn't measure it, didn't it? It's too big. That's ridiculous. That's rubbish. Then I got the one of these little metal rings, and these are about three quid on Amazon. And again, it's sort of sticky back. Again, it's, it's yeah. There are two problems with that. One is that it's it overhangs a little bit, and two is it kind of sticks all right. To, to MagSafe, but it's not enough. I wouldn't have said to keep keep the SSD in place when you're out and about trying to. Film this feels kids. a bit like Stonehenge uh, in Spinal Tap, where they got all the measurements wrong. Yeah, and then <laughs> I the found opposite. this. Right, so this is this is a is a sticky back but this has got this is metal and it's got max. So this is for putting it on your fridge or in your shower or wherever it is that you want to you know reliably attach your MagSafe. And look at the magnets on this. I don't know. Actually, you probably can't hear that. Probably it's, can't. It's, that, yeah. it's pretty. Oh yeah, that's not, yeah, nice. Yeah. Pretty strong. So I thought, right, that can go on the back of that. Happy days. Cable, brilliant. So I thought yep. that I was an absolute genius, and I would like post <laughs> that on Twitter or something, and I'd be like the coolest person on the internet for an hour. It turns out that iPhone, iPhone do has already done it. Furuk has already done that. So that was have. so that was a complete waste of time, and it gets worse. Because I could have just used this, because you can record direct to an SD. So this is the the, the oh, Apple's yeah. own USB C to SD card <laughs> adapter that you would use to transfer. Of course, pictures. you could use that, couldn't you? You yeah. can just plug that in, and that is obviously much smaller. Yeah. So yeah, that's my that's my crap Samsung T5 MagSafe mod, uh, you know, mod project. That was a complete waste of time. I mean, to be fair, it was, was it Farouk that, that beat you to that? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's he's not a bad guy to be beaten by, is he, really? I mean, if, no, if it was just, like, Jeff from down the road, that'd be annoying. But it's, you've got a you know, world-famous YouTuber who's, who's just gone ahead of you. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't beat yourself yeah. up too much. So I mean, I'll, put, I'll put the links to these, these things anyway, because I, I don't know. You may or may not have a need for a really short USB-C cable for other purposes. And this 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 magnetic MagSafe mount is actually, it's really nice. So I'll, I'll yeah. put links. So I don't recommend you should do it. What I think people should do is, is dig out their USB-C SD card reader and see if they can a, record direct to that from their iPhone 15 instead. Do we know if that works? If people yeah, it this? absolutely does work, yeah. So I've, I've, I've seen people recording 4K 30 ProRes log <laughs> to an SD card. <laughs> to an SD card. Yeah, who'd, who'd have ever thought we'd reach the day where you could basically plug an SD card into an iPhone and record video to it? Yeah. What's just, going on? So, uh, so I went, I went, I went we all around the houses with all of this sort of nonsense here, and yeah, and then it occurred to me that actually I could just use that. So that was th that's thing number one. Okay. What's the, what's the other thing? Thing number two is uh, always end on a silly thing, isn't it? So Logitech. <laughs> couple of bits of information about logitech that you may have missed they bought loop deck did you know that i knew about that yeah do you still use yours uh no not really just didn't sort of become part of your it, it stuck for a bit i think it's, it's, i think because i started then editing a lot on the go i just kind of 
forgot what I was doing with it. And then it's, it's still there. Okay. I'll tell you what I'll do. I use it for some audio adjustments and also certain shortcuts in, uh, in um, Final Cut Pro. But that's it. I'm, I've kind of not been consistent with it, really. Yeah. Um, and then the, the other sort of vaguely interesting Logitech news this week is that, so you know they bought Blue Yeti, the microphone company, ages ago like 2018 yes. they're, they're yep. dropping the blue branding so it's just going to be logitech yeti devices they've, they've launched some new mics the flagship one is the yeti gx it's got rgb in it obviously um it's probably still a crap microphone though um so yeah but the thing that i think that i wanted to tell you about that you probably haven't seen is uh they've released a 259 pound deck chair <laughs> a deck chair yeah so, so scroll down to the bottom of the list click on the link I, it, I, how would you describe that if not a deck chair 259 quid <laughs> it's a deck chair yeah. it's a deck chair but i mean it's it a smart deck chair well it's got mounting points for your steering wheel and your pedals for your racing simulation does it not connect to the internet no no it's just a folding chair That's, so why is it 260 quid because logitech it's a lot of money for a deck chair. Yeah. I'm not convinced you'd take it camping, though. <laughs> Would you need those pedals <laughs> when you sat there so, so I mean, the, your barbecue it's, it's for people who really enjoy their, their racing games. Because so there's, there's, a, there's a mounting point for your steering wheel and your pedals, but you, ha- you haven't got the room to have that set up all the time, so you want it to fold up. But, yeah, 260 quid for that convenience. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money, isn't it? That's a stretch. I won't be getting one of those unless unless they send me it. But even then, where would I put it? What, what would I do with that? <laughs> look, it doesn't even look that comfy. Yeah. It looks a bit, a bit surgical, doesn't it? So, okay. well, there we go. We'll put a link in the description, in the, in the, in the notes, just so anyone who with you know, has got that much money to spend on a deck chair can. Who knows? There must be a market for it. They wouldn't have made it otherwise, would they? They must have, they must have done their, you know, their research and their focus groups and stuff but um, I think we leave it on that deck chair Rob that's the first time and probably the last time we'll finish on a deck chair oh well so its official name is the play seat challenge x if you were wanting to search for it but I'll I'll put a link in the show notes terrible name as well it's just it's just the silliest thing I've seen for a long time (laughs) (laughs) we'll we'll both have one in two weeks (laughs) guarantee it (laughs) right let's end it there yeah Cheers. (laughs) See ya.